Um, well, the f- first thing that comes to mind is that I can, like, I wish people knew that if they hired me, I could do a good job because <laughs> I really <laughs> need a job right now. Um, so I wish I could convince people that I'm capable of things. Uh, but besides that, in a more like defining, self-defining kind of way, um, that the work I tend to make, despite how poorly I explain it, I guess, is something that I f- feel like is true to who I am. I don't know that uh, a lot of like the things I do and the things I say might sound like like I know what I'm talking about, but I actually don't. So like if I could tell, yeah, that everything that I do and say be taken with a grain of salt and that I live to be like a joke of myself I guess I don't know like every I, I'm like a like um um I think I'm just a person in practice but yeah just like for everyone to like know that don't like for, forget about me after you talk to me like this is just a transition I'm just a passing existence yeah yeah it's a hard balance because I think that depending on like positions of power and like what platform you have people should be held responsible responsible for the things that they say but at the same time uh if you're just in conversation with someone uh language is a very difficult thing for some people like myself um and yeah i think just again going back to honesty just knowing that one's intention is just to attempt to be understood not for them to be like declarative and stuff that makes sense yeah i don't think i always knew i think that how it started off with middle school is that um magnet schools in my neighborhood tend to be better schools than public schools and um like a magnet school you have to like apply to to get in and usually they have better programs and I think it was sort of my mom's decision in the beginning to see well she noticed that I guess like I was interested in creative things like photography and um it kind of worked out for her as a parent because she thought I'd get a better education um but it wasn't ever something that I like wanted I don't think I ever wanted anything now then or now I think it's just kind of I yeah uh go with the flow <laughs> so it's just kind of happened that magnet schools have been my path I think that's fine I think people don't talk about half-hearted decisions enough or it's kind of like looked down upon but the truth is it's very rare where you find someone that's actually passionate about what they do and I think that when it comes to art and design and just creative things in general, you're expected to be passionate and you're expected to like live and breathe something. And I think that's really silly. And it's like great if you do, but at the same time, there it's just false expectations. Um, and m- the majority of the world's population lives by going with the flow and doing things half-heartedly in your everyday life. You don't like feel great about every action. So I don't know, like, and it closes a lot of windows. I don't know. It's, it's, I really feel, and I think like this is only going to happen more and more because of like how the job like dynamics work nowadays. Like, I think 
the whole master of none jack of all trades thing is going to become like more openly talked about and something that's like giving credit towards because i don't think it really pays to be an expert at anything anymore you kind of have to know how to do multiple things and i think that's a good thing and the way that it keeps you open-minded and i think it's like bad because i don't think we should let like um like certain skills die out like i think having a trade or having a skill and being like a master of it is something that's like definitely not as popular as it was back in the day um however i don't know i think it's not like this thing where socially like you don't need to like be perfect at something or live and breathe at something in order for you to be respected in that field if that makes sense um So what I wanted to do with thesis was basically document my process of uh, understanding what intimacy meant, um, specifically like spatially, I guess, the idea of closeness being how close two things are to one another and then extension, like someone saying someone exists outside of yourself. It's like an outward directional spatiality type thing. Um, and then receiving critiques about design and about layouts um, rather than the concept, I guess, kind of made me feel like this is being taken seriously in a way that I didn't want it to be because I wanted it to be ironic. I wanted it to feel academic but and logical about a subject that I know is illogical and can't be measured and all these things. So stand-up kind of happened because um to uh, fix the lost irony that i wanted to have in my work um but also it's just the same type of uh intention about process like stand-up is about especially improv it's just a process of you trying to explain something or to tell a joke or to tell a story um so it would be this thing that it's more about witnessing me be nonsensical and that be the final product rather than like a finished film or something like that um which is kind of what my teachers were expecting me except expecting of me but in book form um so that was kind of the thought process behind it i think that stand-up itself is a very intimate medium. Um, uh, The plan was, like, I was going to record myself in a room alone. It would be really awkward and uncomfortable for viewers. And in that sense, it's, like, intimate. Like, you feel like you're watching something you're not supposed to be seeing. Um, This person is being really vulnerable and nonsensical and talking in a very stream-of-consciousness way, uh, which you're not used to seeing someone do, especially like in front of a mic, because it feels like it should be rehearsed and scripted. Um, So that was as close as it was going to get to the actual content of uh, the rest of my thesis. But again, like I did plan on the stand-up to be part of the book. It wasn't going to be a solo project, because I feel like it was just going to be a completion of it. it would be like you go through the book which is in three parts um 
and at the end you just watch this video and it like part of it doesn't make any sense because it isn't about like formulas it isn't about scientific research behind friendships or relationships it's just me alone kind of being stupid <laughs> but it should make sense because it's just again the whole book really is almost less about intimacy more so about my understanding of it um it's just a documentation of like how my brain works if anything so the video is kind of just like a different way of seeing that but it's the same sort of information you're supposed to get out of it it is i did have an opening joke which is killer did i i told no <laughs> do you want me to say didn't i tell okay well okay okay <laughs> here here it is um for unreleased <laughs> stand-up done by Eileen Liu. Uh, so it opens with me. Uh, so uh, there's a, a mic stand in the center of an empty room. I'm out of frame. And then I come in and I stand behind the mic stand and I tap the top of it. There's no mic on the mic stand. And then I say, is this thing gone? Like... <laughs> Instead of saying the trope is this thing on, there's no mic. <laughs> you get it? And then I say, is this thing gone? Okay, but I have a. I told my friend this joke, and she. Um, they really liked it, and they gave me a, a bit for me to put on the back. I was gonna make a DVD case for it. Yeah, my friend's little line that would be a review of the show was is this thing gone is about the comedy not the mic which is great it's a good bit it's like you know um yeah so that was my opening line i wrote it down in a script and showed it to my professor and he read it he didn't laugh at all and at the end he was like okay so your 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 thing is not being funny and i was like yeah <laughs> basically like it's it's just my, I guess, parts of it are things that I find funny, and then parts of it are just me being really stupid and just uh, free associating, which is, again, the structure of my book is, is what that is, um, free association. So, yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to come out eventually. Look forward to it. Uh, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah. Not having expectations, that's something I've learned, like, will help you grow, or just help you learn. If you just don't have expectations of what something is going to be like, or how someone should be, um, and I guess something I learned specifically within, like, the past year is taking introspection and like putting it outside myself I guess like whether it's by making it into an object so you can like physically see your own introspective thoughts exist outside of yourself and like it's like looking into a mirror almost I feel like just taking things that you continuously have thought about in your head over and over again that becomes overanalyzed and it's not going to go anywhere. Taking that, putting it into the world, and then 
making it actually like real with a capital R <laughs> is something that I've learned because I think I overthink a lot of things and it's very easy to cycle and one way to, that I found for myself to break that cycle is by putting it outside of myself so I guess that's one thing yeah yeah uh this past year or however long it's been <laughs> has been extremely surprising to myself because I feel like for the first time in five years of being at Parsons I actually feel somewhat like a designer <laughs> like I never thought I'd actually make work that felt like I was making work, like this is a project that I'm working on and stuff. It always felt like a homework assignment. You know, you're being told something, you do it, you forget about it. But I think this year, it actually feels like the things I'm making correlate to who I am, and it's not something that I'm just going to throw away or something like that, um, which is really weird. It's almost like bad timing. Um, because I could have, I, like, that's something you want to have happen your freshman year, <laughs> so you have more years of school to actually, like, keep at that. For me, it's at the very last push, and it's now become an existential question of, like, do I keep doing this? Is this who I am? Should I just try to move on and get a job at a restaurant or something? Um, or should I keep at this? Am I good at it? So... That's something that surprised myself. I kind of like don't know who I am anymore. It's weird because I felt like in high school and early college, I felt really sure of myself. And now I'm starting to become this like different version of myself, at least creatively, um, which is weird. I feel like I'm aging in a, in a weird way, but I guess it, it goes back to what my friend said of like this is me coming of age into art and design um so it's surprising in the sense that i feel like now i've kind of overnight become someone sort of different um obviously like it's not super surprising because i've always been interested in the same things that like my work is about right now but the fact that i can like talk about it in this way and like actually act on like certain ideas that I have is something I never used to want to do or even think of doing before so yeah I'm at my creative peak right now which is why everyone should hire me I'm just putting that out there <laughs> um it's now or never but yeah it's it's fun for we'll see how long it lasts but yeah <laughs>